Sometimes in life we just suffer. Sometimes it's from being totally withdrawn. Or so much stress that we are totally anxious. Or so tired that we are totally burnt out. But our current position is not our final destination. No, indeed. There's hope. So whether it's your personal life, your career, your relationship, your business, or your job, we say there's reason to believe again. And we present from Andy's personal development, the breakout room. It's the place for health, happiness, and prosperity. Stay tuned for more. Our next guest in the breakout room is an international business success coach, chiropractor, podcaster, three times author, and speaker. He's also the founder of the Billionaire's Success Formula. He is known as Dr. Vic Manzo. This is our guest. He will help you to rediscover your greatness. He has written a walk in the dark and decoding the matrix unleash your potential and start your spiritual awakening so let's welcome this multifaceted influencer victor manzo So we are live in the breakout room and we are with Victor Manzo, better known as Vic. So we're going to call him Vic for this episode. Welcome. How are you doing today, sir? Glad to have you. Thanks for having me on, brother. I'm excited to be here. It's a, it's a beautiful day. I'm alive. So every day Wonderful. I'm alive is a beautiful day. It's a great start. So glad to hear that. Wonderful. So Vic, what we want to do is kind of go back with you as much as possible uh, for you to tell us how it was growing up as a young man, your childhood days, these formulative years, which are the basic foundation for everybody on the planet. What was it like for you as a young man growing up? Yeah, I grew up in a nice small Italian community outside of a suburb in Chicago called Murrow's Park. And um, with the Italian culture and then also being raised Roman Italian Catholic, um, a lot of things that I, I was exposed to was, you know, consistency. Like every Sunday, we're at grandma's house having an Italian dinner. The whole family comes. It's not just my side yeah. of the family. It's like 18 of us. It's 15 to 18 right. of us, right? Right. Every Sunday, never miss, no matter what, no matter what's going on in your life, you're there. Um, but there was also the rich routines of going to church every Sunday, right? If it was Saturday night or Sunday morning and never missing, couldn't miss. I wasn't yeah. allowed yeah. to. So right. going through that process, um, there was, there was all that, but then there was the, the other side of things where I grew up in a community that was very blue collar. So my, my growing up had a lot of financial scarcity, right? Money wasn't abundant. And so 
one of the things that always puzzled me as a kid is I would look at what I had and it wasn't much, but I made the best of what I had, whatever that was. Right. If it was one video game, man, that was the mm-hmm. video game. My buddies and I would play every Friday night to like, you know, when we were a little older, but to like two in the morning, three in the morning, we just, that was the game we played every Friday, having pizza and doing that. So that was kind of the thing that was like that. But I had family member, other family members and friends who had 50 video games to one, right? Or all the video consults or things along that nature. And I couldn't understand why is it they had that, we didn't. I, I just understand the difference. Why one person suffers, why one doesn't. All yeah. those kind of things to kind of like sum up that process. And this was kind of that, that it, it was it, at one point, I, since I couldn't understand it, my mind was filling in the gaps. Ah. And so my mind thought I wasn't good enough to have that. Right, right. I wasn't right. worthy enough to have. There's other things that led me to have feel those feelings too. But, and that was a construct in my mind that has taken me many years to realize that later on in my life. And then also to see how it showed up in different aspects of my life. Yeah, great. Thanks for sharing, Vic. So tell us, how did you become involved in the practice of chiropractor? or chiropractician, because it is one of those rare alternative methods of medication that people seldom know about. Sometimes when you mention the word, they're like, what? How did it happen for you? What was that epiphany moment like for you? Was it an experience you had or something that you just accidentally uh, step on? What was it like for you? You know, I I was never, I never had a, I never had a process to want to, um, become a chiropractor. I never had a thought of doing that. I just never, never had, I never, I didn't even know. I mean, I went to a chiropractor for a little bit when I was a kid, um, for some issues. Um, but then I, that resolved itself and, and I stopped going, but what turned me on into chiropractic and I always say, you know, in chiropractic, we say most time it finds you. Yeah. And it was a point in my life. I was 19 years old. So little, little story before that. Sure. Um, my mom's a fitness and aerobic instructor, so she's always been into health. So I've always seen her working out. I've always seen her take supplements. I've seen her take juice. She juiced. She took. She had smoothies. She's done this ever since I've. I was a kid, and so she's been under. She's been in the fitness world for thirty eight years now. Still is. She's been under chiropractic care for about the same length of time. Okay. And so for my framework, what I learned was that health is really exercise and good nutrition. So that's what I thought it was. At 13, I started learning how to work out. At 16, I started self-teaching myself nutrition, herbs, and things like that because I wanted to learn how to become as healthy as I could. 19 comes. I go away to school at Arizona State. Um, And what started to happen was I was playing playing for the club team for rugby over there. And what started to happen to me was every month I would have some weird stuff start to show up. To me, I call it weird. Like I get headaches. I don't normally get headaches. And I was getting okay. headaches. A couple months later, I had acne all over my back. I had canker sores in my mouth, new ones every week, wow. every seven to 10 days. Um, sensitivity to light, couldn't sleep. No matter, I was tired all the time, very sluggish. It didn't make sense. And after about eight, nine months of this, here's a college kid who's can run five-minute miles, who can put lift double my weight. I can – I'm eating – Pretty clean, you know. I wouldn't say clean nowadays in my definition, but back then for a college kid, yeah, I was eating more clean than most college kids. I didn't drink much. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so just to give a preference of how I was taking care of my health, I was taking more supplements just to try to aid and correct what was going on. Nothing was working. And I got scared. I started to talk to my mom about, hey, maybe I have a blood disorder or something. I'm not a doctor, but <laughs> something's up. Took about a month to get to that end the, the for that appointment to be set up. Three days before, my mom looks at me and says, Why don't you go see Dr. Frank? That was the chiropractor that I saw as a kid. She was seeing, 
And I'm like, you think Kyrie, he can help me? I'm like, I have all these things going on. That's not Kyrie. Yeah. How's that going to relate to my spine? Right. Thinking like everyone right. else does. Yeah. She's like, just go see. He, he, he'll, he'll probably have some answer for you. I said, all right, if you can get me in tomorrow, let's do it. And he was able to get me in tomorrow. And so long story short, my whole life changed. He showed what was wrong, what was going on. He told me that in two months, because I had two months before I went back to school. He's like, we can help you with the symptoms. He goes, you need chiropractic care for the rest of your life. And he's like, with that process, he goes, um, you know, you're going to have to find someone when you go back to Arizona. Well, he wasn't, he didn't lie. Two months later, all my symptoms were gone. I found wow. a chiropractor in Arizona. Two months later, here's why I decided to become a chiropractor. I started to get uh -huh. interested because I was kind of amazed yeah. by it. But yeah. that didn't sell me. What sold me was this. So I've been under care for four months now. I had two months with him and I had two months at another chiropractor in Arizona. I got down to 10% body fat. I got really in good physical shape. I wasn't, it wasn't like I wasn't in good physical shape, but I just wasn't like shredded. I didn't have like a six pack showing. I maybe had a two pack. I didn't feel really defined in my body. And it didn't make sense. I didn't understand. I'm working out really well. I can run, I can do all this conditioning and my body yeah. wasn't showing it like I thought it should. But four months later of chiropractic, I went down to 10% body fat. I didn't even try. It just yes. happened. And yeah. that I go, there's something to that. And I don't know what this is. I know there's more people way off worse than I am. I need to invest and look into what chiropractic is. And I literally changed my business, my degree of what I was going into. I went into business and I literally went back home and finished school in Chicago um, before I went to Dallas to finish up chiropractic school. Yeah, great. Interesting story. Thanks for sharing, Vic. So tell us about the thing that I think really defines you, the billionaire success formula. How did you reach at that crossroad? Because I know it's a dynamic part of your life. What led you to that fantastic um, formula that you call the billionaire's success formula? Tell us about that. Yeah. So this is 15 years of accumulated experiences and studies and all the stuff that I've done. But long story short, there came a point when I, when I came out of chiropractic school, um, I've already been studying a little bit of, I went into energy healing while I was in chiropractic. I didn't learn this at the school. I did this outside of it, but energy yeah. healing. So when I wanted to learn the depth of healing, so I was like, let me right. learn energy healing. Well, I didn't realize I was going to learn, um, consciousness, quantum physics, universal laws, and all this other stuff that blew my mind beyond why I was so excited to learn. But when I came out of school, I started to, I was studying, I already had a coach six months before I came out of school and I was very ambitious. And then I also, um, I started studying all the, I was listening to all the business world. What was the things to do? I've already been studying the very successful chiropractors while I was in school. So when I came right. out, I was like, I need to now study, I'll still study chiropractors, but I need to start studying business people. Self, I wanted to get into that. And you hear all the time in the, and it's still to this day, 15 years ago, they said this, it's still the same message, grind, hustle, sweat, equity, sacrifice, get less sleep. That's going to make you successful, right? It's wow. the same. It has not changed. You hear motivational speakers saying yeah. it all the time. Yeah. yeah, I heard Arnold Schwarzenegger one time on a video say, sleep less. And if you don't know, sleep faster. I'm like, this is the advice <laughs> we're giving to people? Wow. And you understand, I get, frust I get frustrated with that yeah. from a health yeah. perspective. Then right. there's also the mindset perspective. But long story short, so I took this all on and I started doing everything that they told me. And my business grew snail effect. It was little at a time. Now, I was growing though. If you looked at like the first, you know, first year, whatever this was, and then I doubled that the next year and I doubled that the following year. So you would say, wow, you're doing really well. Well, yeah. I was in that fr framework of a business, 
but I had so much personal expenses with student loans right. and everything else right. yeah. that, and I put everything on a credit card to start my business. I was just so determined. The debt of that I was in, even with all the growth I had in the business was not meeting and end. it wasn't, it wasn't getting me to zero. Okay. I'm still bleeding every month. Uh, I was <laughs> in the red. And so what happened was, is, you know, there comes a point in your life where I'm just like getting frustrated. I'm trying to make things work and so forth. And I'll never forget this. I share the story uh, not too often, but uh, it's one of the things where when you hit rock bottom, you thought you hit rock bottom. I'll never forget this day. It was my grandfather's wake. And uh, I come home and I, I ended up staying at my parents' house for the weekend just because uh, I was like, I'm going to do everything in town there. So I'll just do yeah. that. Yeah. I wake up Sunday morning for the wake and my car was gone. Wow. Totally gone. Like it's a winter, it's a winter time in Chicago. So you got the uh -huh. snow on the trees all over the place. Right. And you can see there's tire marks and it's, it's just, they're just gone. And so at first I'm like, did I drive? Maybe someone <laughs> dropped me off. I think maybe someone wow. dropped me off. Now yeah, I got to say yeah. I have very, I don't really have a lot of sleep because my, when my grandfather passed, he, he passed like at three in the morning. So I got woken up. I only slept a couple hours. And then the next day I didn't sleep much either. So I'm a little, not sleeping much. And I'm like, Maybe it was that. And I'm like, no, no, I, I drove. I, I I saw the keys. I'm like, nope, I drove. So my I'm playing things are playing around in my mind. In your mind, yeah. Yeah. Right. Because now it's like, hold on, what happened? We have family members who are police officers in town. I reached out, my dad reached out to them and, and he said, Hey, my son may have had his car stolen. Can you just look into it? Yeah. And they're like, Hey, you got a wake to worry about, we'll figure it out. So I didn't find any next day after the funeral, I find out I finally was on a call and I found out they told us that the car actually got repoed. And I'm going repoed. I'm like, how this possible? I'm making payments. I don't get this. I'm totally wow. now. I'm like, I feel like I'm in a twilight zone because I'm like, is someone playing a prank? Is there like a camera somewhere? Like this is where because I'm. You gotta understand. Before that, every month I've been struggling and I've been doing everything in my power to try to get to a certain point. And I'm hitting a wall every single time. There's always when I think I'm about to have a breakthrough, something hits me. Right. So this yeah. was big. So I'm on the call with the company. And long story short, they're like, Yeah, you have made a payment in four months. I'm going. Did you guys email me? Did you call me? I go, why didn't I get any notifications on this? I go, everything's on autopilot with my bank. I don't understand. So long story short, I started to go, I made a stupid mistake. I accidentally took off the auto payment for that, and I thought it was for something else. Oh, wow. And for some reason, now get this. You want to wow. talk about everything working yeah. out like it's supposed yeah. to? Yeah. They didn't have my email address, which they mm -hmm. should have. I don't know why they didn't. They didn't have my phone number. But they had my parents' address because that's where the car was registered at. Right, right. Because they, what happened was the night, it was Saturday night, I left it there. How did they, Sunday morning, it's gone. And they told me, I was like, well, listen, I go, I have very little, I had a little savings left. So I said, listen, I will pay you the four months and I'll pay four months ahead. I go, I apologize. I, I'll, I'll use up my savings. I'm like, I'll do it. They're like, no, sir. Once we do this, you're done. That's it. You owe $17,000 today. I said, wow. well, I can't pay that. So yeah, yeah. there came a point with all the accumulation of debt I had, just kept compiling every month. Plus that, I was done. And so this is where then I had to depend on other things. I ended up going bankrupt. I didn't want to do that. Um, but I just, I had two choices. Either go bankrupt and keep the business and go all in and, and do all that I can with it. Or let go of the business, go work for someone and pay off the debt for a couple of years. I'd yeah. rather take the hit and ruin my credit for seven to 10 years and never be able to get a perfect score again now, because that's how committed I was to the business. And okay. long story short, it worked out in the long run. It all worked out. But what happened was, is I started to look back now and say, why did this all happen? Mm. What was I missing? 
right? So yeah. now I'm asking different questions, which are going to give me different answers and different perspectives. And I started to realize that I was so focused on how I wasn't making any meat. I was so focused on I wasn't making enough money, right? I was so focused also limiting belief showed up that I wasn't worth that success anyhow. Yeah. And I had to go through that work. And then what I started to do is say, forget all the business advice. I was like, I'm done. After a few more years, I hit, I mean, I, my business grew. I hit a financial peak, right? But the development of the formula didn't happen until after that. Because okay. when I got to the money, I thought I was going to be successful and like was making more money than I ever thought, close to seven figures. What ended up happening was, as I got a point in my life where I sat there and I was unfulfilled, I was burned out every four to six months. And I was unsatisfied with where I was. I even thought about walking away. Everything I went through, that bankruptcy and all that stuff a couple years back, right? I got to this pinnacle peak of my career and I'm looking about walking away because I just was so unfulfilled. And that was the point in my life where the formula started to give birth. Now, I didn't create it back then, but it was okay. the, the, the testing of it. Because what yeah. happened was, is now I said, forget what business people say. I'm tired of listening to their advice. Yeah, it got me financially successful, but it cost me all these other things. Instead, I'm going to do the opposite of what they tell me. Let me see what happens. I know mindset already. I know neuroscience. I know neurolinguistic programming. I know limiting beliefs. I understand the subconscious mind. This is some of the studies I've been already exposed to and been doing. I added that with my quantum physics, consciousness, all that stuff, right? And I said, everything is energy and mind first. Then it's action. I'm doing this all backwards. And so I literally took that approach and I tested it. I did a, I took a hit on my practice because it wasn't what I wanted it to be. And I decided to take a 40% hit. It just ended up being that number in six months. So we took a hit, 40% financial hit on purpose. And we, my wife and I, cause she worked in the office with me. Um, she, what we decided to do then is, is we were going to, we changed the way we ran the practice and we did it the way we wanted to do it. And we chose what success meant to us rather than what anyone else said. Yeah. And within over a year later, we were back at where we were. I was working 50% less than I was before. I never had burnout again. And at the same token, I never had to worry about my business ever going up or down or whatever, because I understood the dance of life. And I understood that what I controlled was me at the end of the day. That's when the birth of the formula happened. Because once I figured that out, I tested out it a couple more times. And then I started getting into the coaching realm. And that's when I started to use it. But I wasn't calling it that yet. But I was using that principle. You focus on your mind and your vibe first, and then you worry about the actions after. Okay. Actions, you're gonna always gonna when you get the mind and the vibe right, and I can I can break those down a little bit, but when you get those correct and you get it right properly, inspired action is gonna come. You're gonna wanna take action. You cannot ignore the feelings of wanting to take action. And it's gonna propel you and inspire you to where you need to go. And when you yeah. do those things accordingly, uh-huh, success follows. Wow. Great story there, Vic. Thanks for sharing. It, it, it leaves me to, to look at a very practical issue. Um, you know, there's a saying that experience is the best teacher. And some folks even say, well, somebody else's experience you can learn from. What I want to look at based on your success, when you deal with folks and you coach them and stuff and you give them uh, the information based on your formula, do you teach them to avoid making some of the mistakes that you did or do you just give them the formula and let them run with it? How is your method add up with regards to how you implement the formula? It's kind of a mix, but if I can, if I know I can uh -huh. give them some advice to kind of curb a mistake or don't go that route because this is what I've experienced, yeah. then I will share that. 
you know, because okay. I want the purpose of coaching and working with me is to learn from my mistakes. Right. That's yes. one of the reasons yeah. learn from all yeah. the experiences I had so yeah. I can shorten your gap so that you can get to the level of success faster than what it took me. That's kind right. of the methodology behind it. Um, but there are but I can't, you know, but then again, there's there's something like I wouldn't have somebody go through something unless like I had a client I was just talking to. And it's one of those things where. She's, they're going through something right now. It's kind of a struggle. And I'm not, I'm, I take a position where I'm not going to literally tell you every step of what you need to do. What I will do is get your mind right, your nervous system right, to give you the yeah. best possibility to see things as clear as you possibly can. So right. you can make a choice right. that's going to be the closest it can be to who you want to be with the experiences okay. you want to have. Okay. And that's yeah. kind of the role in my coaching that I do. Uh, because let's face it. In the coaching world, what, what inspired me to become a coach and what I really wanted to was be, besides what I just shared my story. Um, the other thing, there's just so many people telling people what to think rather than how to think. Yes. I don't want to be another coach just telling you how, what to think. Here's the steps. Do this. Here's that. Do this. I, I don't need that. Now with like okay. AI technology, you could go find out what to think so easily. Go on chat GPT. Yeah. Yeah, they'll, t- they'll tell you everything on what to think. Amazing, Amazing. stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. They, it's not going to teach you how to think. And right. that's the principles of what I work on is teaching my clients how to think, how to work through these things. Because let's face it, we're going to have yeah. ups and downs. We're always going to have storms. They're that's never right. going to go away. Yeah. We are part of nature. We live in nature. We, 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 well, we live on the earth. We don't live with it. But that's all another discussion. But nature, right? Nature has storms. There's sunny days or not sunny days. There's cloudy days. There's rainy days. There's really nasty days. Yeah. That's part of life. How do we, yep. how to navigate through how do that? You manage- what's going to yeah. be successful? Yeah. yeah. I get it. I get it. So thanks for sharing, Vic. Let's look at the publications for a little bit. And I, and I want you to kind of, uh, and this is an ironic statement, decode the decoding the matrix. <laughs> Just kind of break it down for us. It's a very interesting and intriguing publication. Tell us about it. Yeah, decoding the matrix is really there's the matrix. You can choose another term called human collective consciousness. Okay. And so that is for those who may not know what I'm talking about. This is the average of every single human being's thoughts, emotions, and where they put their focus at. Right. And that creates a vibration or a consciousness level. And so when you average them all out, it allows humanity to have an experience. So we went through COVID. Well, the vibration had to exist Mm -hmm. of something to fear. Worrying yeah. about whatever may be in the collective to allow it to affect globally. But the matrix, not only globally, we also have sub matrixes, United States yeah. or continents. Then you have United States, you have like, you know, Italy, you know, Australia, different countries. And it gets all the way down to the smallest micro fragment of it, which is you and me and every other single yeah. human being. Right, okay? right. So when we look at this, what, what ends up happening is the matrix, matrix is designed to, from the law of association, We've all heard this term where you've heard in the business world, at least, or self-help, where like the five closest people to you, the average amount, that's you. Or in financially, the, the incomes of the five closest people to you, average amount, and that's what you make. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's called the law of association. So what happens is, is the matrix works on that level. It's going to pull you back into the matrix. And if you don't take intentionally your day, every single day, choosing your vibe, the matrix is going to pull you in to have the experience of like everybody else. So right. like in the business world, right? And they're talking about recessions and a global recession and we're going to, you know, the dollar is going to collapse, all these different things or whatever it may be. If you don't set your intention, you will be taken into the wrath of that. Just like when the pandemic hit and lockdowns happened in the United States and across the world too, 
small businesses were getting smashed. They were getting tanked. Yeah. Were, some were closing yeah. and never opened back up, right? That's right. That's right. But how did billionaires get a 56% growth in their net profit? Net uh -huh. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Or, and some people say, well, they have control metrics. I'm like, I won't get into that. Although we can have a conversation, but I won't get into it. But here's another example. Now, let's not use the pandemic. Let's use the Great Depression. You uh -huh. know that the Great Depression in the United States created the most millionaires ever in the history of time that the United States ever existed. Yeah. Yeah. This is where the matrix can play a role on you. And you can hit you again. You become part of the storm. You're not in control of your life, in other words. Right. You're letting the matrix pull you into it. And you're going to have the same experience like everybody else. Or you choose what your experience is going to be. Setting your intention, having a vision, same, going back to the formula, mind and vibe. We get there, then you're dictating your experience of what it is going to be for you rather than getting pulled into the wrath. Great. Great. Thank you so much, Vic. Uh, take us through a walk in the dark. Yeah, this book was, I, my goal on the book was to end mental suffering. Give, if I can okay. get shift people's perspective from what I share in that book, it will literally end mental suffering because what it is is all about is that we all have to face darkness. I was saying nature always has storms. Well, this is part of it. Darkness is, um, you can call it your challenges, your obstacles, the hard times you go through in life, whatever that it's all the same thing. It's darkness at the end of the day. And a lot of times humans, we fear the dark, right? We don't like uncertainty. Look yeah. at the pandemic. One of the things that as much as many people died and that is sad to see that happen, but there's always, uh, there's always, you know, like there's a book, there's a book called there, There's No Mud, There's No Lotus Flower. No mud, no lotus flower, no mud. Anyhow, it's by, um, I'm going to mess up the person's name, but a Buddhist monk. But long story short, yeah, you got to have mud in order to grow a flower, right? So anytime there's something bad, there's always something good coming from it too. Right. And one of those things is that people had to face uncertainty. They had to learn to live with it. You couldn't hide from it anymore. But the walk in the dark gives you ways to see the darkness as something that's going to teach you something that no one else can teach you. You talk right. about how experience is the mother of all knowledge and learning. And it's one of the things where I want you to understand that, like they give the listeners a visualization in a sense. Imagine you ever had a candle and you're holding a candle in a well-lit mm -hmm. room. Yeah. You can't really notice how well the candles, the power of it. Right. But you ever take a candle when the lights are out and it's pitch black, mm. one candle flame, you notice how it can light up almost a whole room. I mean, you're not yeah. bright, but you can see everything. Right. The darkness takes us on a journey back within us. And if you sit with it, and if you don't run away from it, it can it'll teach you things about you that you need to know at that moment to evolve as a human being, to go to whatever that is that you want to destiny yourself to. Right. So the darkness is always giving us gifts. It's always there for the good, no matter what it is. I know I have some people go, well, how, but look at all the bad things that happened to me. And I say, listen, I am sorry you had to go through that, but I'm also knowing that if you know what I know, that there's a blessing in that. And, right. if, and I've interviewed people on my own podcast where we talked about many traumas, sexual, physical, emotional, all you name it. At the end of the podcast, I always ask the question when that, when I, when that came up, mm -hmm. do you look back at now at your trauma as something of a blessing and something that helped you in your life? Or do you look at it as still as something that holds you back and it's, you know, this and that yeah. I still have one. I still have yet a person to tell me that it isn't a blessing or wasn't something I could see as good now. I didn't okay. see it. They, they'll say I didn't see it in the moment. And yeah, yeah, I went down a dark path. But when I came out of it, I started to see why that was there and what it can teach me and how I can evolve and grow. So the walk in the dark allows the individual to see if you can just shift your mindset, you won't be afraid of the darkness and know it's going to teach you. It's not going to be fun. I don't enjoy going through it. I don't know any <laughs> human that does. Uh, yeah. 
But I know though, when I'm through it, going in it, and when I'm deep into that, I know good's coming out of it. I know whatever's going to be on the other side of that is going to be more magical and be worth every ounce of whatever it is that I'm going through to get to that point. And that's what keeps me moving forward, regardless what I face in my life, whether it was in the past, in the future, now, or even into the future. Yeah, great. I'm going to give you a toot for that, Vic. <laughs> Man, that sounds great. That really sounds great. So here's the thing. I just want to share a short video with you and get your comments, all right? So stand by for this. Tired of not having enough money in business, life, and so forth? Try this. So what if you let all that go? Because when we don't have enough money, our mind's focusing on lack. And we start looking at our bank account, we look at maybe how much we need to make, what we have to do to make ends meet. And we're always focusing on these limitations and scarcity and so forth. How can you experience abundance or how can you experience more of what it is that you want to achieve Instead of when you're always focusing on the limitations, when you're always focusing on the debt, when you're always focusing on uh, how you don't have enough, right? I can't afford this. I can't afford that. These are terms that you use that are actually putting you deeper in a hole. I'm telling you to let it go and forget it because you let go of the charge and the energy you put to that. Instead, focus on who you want to become and why is it highly important for you? Why do you want to be who you want to become? And forget about being successful with money. Just who do you want to be? Who's that person and why is that critically important? If you want to learn how to master this and so much more, put in the comments, mindset. Yeah, oh, who great. is that guy? He had a beard. What was that? <laughs> I like that. I like that. Vic, that was deep, man. That seemed to be coming from a place of passion. Tell us about that. Well, you kind of heard my story a little bit, right? And you heard what, yeah. what I went through. And that's literally it where right. I have experience in there. And I also have the science behind the backup, right. the whole concept. Right. But it's yeah, like here, here, I'll share a quick little something about it. Matthew McConaughey, he went back to New Orleans one time, back to see his hometown and everything. And, and, and the story he shares, he goes, it always fascinates me. He goes, I love going to the voodoo shops. And he goes, he's, he kind of shares the voodoo shop and how they have all these potions and what uses for what. He goes, but it always fascinates me. You know, they have love and all these other ones, but money's always empty. Ah, The shelf's always empty for money. And he goes, but yet people don't have it. And I love it because what he's sharing there is literally what I'm sharing in that video. And what I'm talking about is that we focus, like we, we get so much caught up into the elements of, well, I don't have enough. I can't yeah. afford this, right? I said all these things to me. I don't use those words anymore. I just say, I changed it around and said, if I can't afford something, like I want to get a Bentley. Ah, I can't afford it. No, 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 I don't care for it. I just choose that I don't want to, I don't, I'm at this time in my life, I don't see the value of buying that. Right. right? Yeah. Because I have other needs that need to be met. So that's I don't right. see the value in buying that. Because that's more accurate of a statement. Because when you say I can't afford something, that means you'll never be able to afford it. You can yeah. see that's a trap in itself. That's the right. other thing is the charge, right? So we're so stuck on the money and the lack and the scarcity of it all. Your mind, wherever your mind goes, wherever your focus goes, energy is going to flow. And wherever yes. energy flows, manifestation is going to grow. So yep. if you're focusing on scarcity, if you're focusing on that lack, I don't have enough, I'm not making ends meet, or this is happening in my life, or I have a bad relationship, or I don't, because it, it's not just money. You're going to experience more of it. And what's interesting, too, is when I talk to some clients, I always have to correct them because I'll say they want to make, let's say, 30000 a month. I said, why 30000 What you know? Because I'm always curious where that number comes from. Yeah. Oh, you know, if at 30000 I can get out of debt. I can do this, 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 and this, and this, right? 
Notice what was the first thing they said? Debt. So I look at them and say, you'll never be out of debt if you think that way. Well, how dare yeah. you say something like that? I'm like, well, here's the thing. What's the first thing you said you're going to focus on? Well, paying off my debt. If energy, if you put focus and mind to everything, wherever energy's, wherever mind goes, energy is going to flow. Energy, right. Then all of a sudden you're going to create, you're going to constantly have debt show up. How yeah. do I know this? Well, I've experienced it myself. I right. doubled my, after I went through bankruptcy, um, that next year I doubled almost, I grew up, I grew my practice like 60 some percent. And then the next year I grew another like 30%. And I was like, man, I should have all this money in the account, bank account, right? So I go to look, it's not there. And I'm going, where the heck's them? I should have, you know, I'm thinking of all the disposable income in my head, just thinking of my numbers. And I'm going, no, I should be, there should be at least $80,000, $100,000. There's just no way. <laughs> and it's not there. And I'm sitting there going, oh crap. That's right. I was, I was worried about so much. At the time I was focusing on what? I was focusing on getting out of debt and paying off bills so that I can have more, cash flow monthly. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I created debts on other levels. I remember when I uh, really quantum leaped my business, um, I think I had a, I was so excited how much I was making. And then yet, get this, right? I was still focusing on paying off debt. I had a tax bill come in that I had to pay like a hundred and some odd thousand. I sat there and I go, come on, man, a hundred. Are you kidding me? I was like, cause I, I didn't pay my, I paid all my taxes at the end of the year and I wouldn't get a report for like three, four months after. And I looked and I'm like, Dang it, I'm paying that plus now I'm paying quarterly because I was like, I'm tired of doing that. Yeah. But yeah. It, but then from that moment, I realized, okay, forget it. How much do I want to make? And how much do I want to see in the bank account, right? I shifted my focus to what do I want to have rather than what am I trying to pay off or anything like that. Right. And right. it became a game changer. Right. So that's kind of the the thing. You have to let go of that charge and just focus on what does you want to create, what do you want to have, and so much more. Great. Thanks for sharing, Vic. Tell us a bit about the podcast. And how did you arrive at the point of deciding I need to go on social media on a platform and do the podcast? What what prompted you to get to that place? You know, at the point it was 2017 and I, I wanted to I had a podcast in 2012, 2013. It was called mm -hmm. Wellness Smart Radio. I probably did okay. about 104 episodes. Right. And there came a point where I kind of got away because I'm like, everyone's talking. There's a lot of people who talk about health. I don't need to be another person in that. Yeah. I just didn't feel that. I, I, I rather focus my health on my community and educate them rather than go on a, a platform where I'm speaking to the nation or the world. But in 2017, I started being like, I want to get back to a mindset, spiritual type podcast. I was really passionate mm -hmm. about creating one. And I started getting the feeling after 2017, after everything that I was going through, by 2018, I started to tell my wife, I'm like, I, I want to, I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to get into a mindset podcast. Spirit I want to do spirituality, but I didn't feel like that would resonate well with the business world. So I was like, I want to change the verbiage around a little bit. I didn't know I was going to name it. Then eventually when I was getting ready to launch, um, I started thinking about like, I'm like the mindset, the mindful, I'm like mind, the mind experiment. That doesn't sound cool. The life experiment, that doesn't sound cool. But I'm like, I want it to be the experiment of life because that's what I wanted to share. And then I'm like the mindful experiment it just came to me and I'm like the mindful experiment, right? We have a lot of things on the mind. There's mindful techniques. There's mind stuff that we can get into. It's the experiment of life. Nobody has life figured out. We're all learning as we go. And I was like, and then I started seeing, I had a vision with it. I was like, I'm going to interview people who talk on all aspects of life. So this is not going to be like a niche type of podcast. The niche is the mind and life. But it's That's right. what I bring to people, what I bring mm -hmm. is going to be a vast diversity. Yeah. And that's what it became. But at first it was the first 42 episodes was me. And then I was like, I want to I want to interview people that I will never meet or hard to meet. Right. And I want to just pick their brain. 
And that's when I got a little selfish. And I, was, I mean, literally, that's one of the reasons why I created it. And that's when I started interviewing people. And that's kind of the journey of what the, the podcast has, has come about and has been since uh, 2018. Yeah, wonderful. So I just want to share one more video with you and get your feedback. So stand by for this one. So the first thing that I would recommend when it comes to a startup, one of the things that is so not focused on a lot, like we don't really speak on it. Like if I ask you if you're a new startup or if you've been in practice for a couple of years, what do you do? What, how do you want, how do you want to get to the next level? I'm like, what do you want to, I want to double my practice. Okay. So what does that take? Well, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do marketing. I got to do this. I got to do my social media posts. I got to do this. I got to get reviews. I got to get referrals. I got to ask for them. I got to do workshops. I got I to go meet in the chamber. I got to go to the business association. We have this, all this stuff. Notice that the whole focus was about you doing, not being. The whole focus was exerting energy, effort, hard work, and all that. So the number one thing is you have to have a vision of what your office is. What is it that your office serves? More importantly, who are you as a chiropractor? How do you define yourself as a chiropractor? How do you define chiropractic? Not by what an association says. <laughs> the thing about it is that although your focus may have been in the end on a chiropractor, it's important that the principle of how you begin a business is what rings out to me there. And I understand that. But there are so many people out there that are struggling, Vic. They need that information. And this kind of points in that direction. So just comment a little bit on what you said about what they need to focus on so that they can have some level of success. The biggest thing you have to focus on, and this comes into the equation on the vibration side is vision because vision sets the tone for everything. Right. Um, the way our neurology works, the way the brain works, um, it doesn't know the difference between what you're seeing in your physical world and the story you're telling yourself about what you're experiencing right now right. versus right. what you put in your mind and what you want to experience there. Why not use that to your advantage? But you have to have clarity in your vision of who you want to become, whether it's a chiropractor, whether it's an insurance agent, whether it's a real estate agent, whether if it's a podcaster, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, how do you define that? How do you define yeah. a successful podcaster or a chiropractor or uh, um, uh, a spiritual? It doesn't matter. Again, it doesn't matter. But you have to define it in the terms that matter to you rather than letting the matrix condition you to what it should be. Right. Because if I showed you two individuals. We'll just use as an example how we're, most of us are all conditioned. If I had one, person A who's in jeans and a flannel and I have person B who's driving a, a, an old pickup truck. And if I had person B who's in a business suit or, or business, some sort of business suit and they're driving, let's say, a Lamborghini, who's the more successful one? <laughs> you know, we're all yeah. going with it. Even, yeah, even when yeah, I speak yeah. about this, I yeah. go that way, too. Yeah. Right. Now, probably most the higher chances, yeah, it's probably going to be the person more dressed up in the nice car. Not always, but yeah, you have to define what that success looks like for you. You have to have right. that vision of what you want to become and why you're doing what you're doing. Because if you, a lot of times when I work with people, they don't have a vision. When I was in mm. business school, yeah, we heard of something called a vision statement, but it was really the mission statement that was like, this is what we want to stand for. And it goes against a lot of old like scripture, ancient wisdom, like Proverbs 29 verse 18 in the Bible states, people without a vision will perish. Yeah. That sounds kind of important, right? Yes. The other thing about vision is all billionaires. The reason why I call my, my formula, the billionaire success formula, somebody asked me like, does this help you become a billionaire? I said, it can. 
I go, I'm not, there's no guarantee, but it can if yeah. you want to go that yeah. route. And I yeah. said, but the real reason why it's called a billionaire success formula is because I studied so many billionaires. This is what they do. Right. I'm not saying all of them do this. I think some of them do it unconsciously. But the ones that I've gone around, you know, read heard their life story and so forth, they all have vision. You know, Jeff yes. Bezos, an example with Amazon, he comes mm -hmm. out of a meeting. They're doing they had a quarterly meeting. So the reporter's like, hey, Jeff, great job with Amazon. You had like, I don't know, 14 percent growth in the last quarter. That's absolutely amazing. Just like I don't even know what we did last quarter. And the guy, reporter looks at him going, wait a minute, you were just in a quarterly meeting. He goes, yeah, our quarterly meeting from three years from now. Oh, wow. Yes. And so that's the perspective. And, and when I work on vision, I'm like, you have to also define, just to take it one step further, mm -hmm. you have to define why you exist. What's your vision yeah. of your life? Yeah. And why do you exist? Exactly. If you don't define any of those things first, it, everything else doesn't matter. Yeah, you can make a lot of money, but again... I'm more for the fulfilling side of things in life. Money's great. It gives me a lot of opportunities, makes life a little easier, or I can do, I can buy more things and have more experiences with it, but you don't need it either. I mean, I tell people that too. And they're like, that's not true. You can't pay your bills. Like look at mother Teresa. She got flown around in private jets and everything else. <laughs> and she got uh, to enjoy the grand beauty of life and she had no money. So I'm like, fine example. Right. Yeah. So it's all about the vibe yeah. and energy and coming from that vision of what it is you want. So it's really critical. Yeah, great. So, Vic, we have had a great show. We are coming to the end, and uh, I just want to do a little bit of house cleaning. So, I'm gonna just show off myself here a little bit, and we're gonna get back to our conversation shortly. At Andy's personal development, you get the added advantage of 23 years of business experience. Our core competencies include life and personal development coaching, either individually or for your team. With me at the helm, you get someone that is internationally accredited, as well as internationally recognized and awarded so whether it's a conference seminar workshop or a retreat we will write your speech and execute it with precision and value to influence your audience and deliver your core message we specialize in leadership communication In the end, everyone is happy. So, call us today at 868-290-2395 or send us an email at lovebitsa at gmail.com or visit our website at www.andyspersonaldevelopment.com We thank you in advance for making contact with us as we seek to become your partner in health, happiness, and prosperity. See you soon. Bye for now. Okay, so that was my turn. And now it's Vic's turn. So Vix, uh, you're going to share with the people your social um Hashtag handles, tell them where they can get your publications. 
if they need to make contact with you, they want your professional services, your coaching, they want to get more on the billionaire success formula, how they can make contact with you. Yeah, my my hub's my website, and that's going to be www.empoweryourreality.com. You can find everything there. Um, if you like what I talk about, you want to learn about the billionaire success formula and really create next success for you, I have a little tab up there, and you can scroll through the website. There's tons of tabs to um, set up a call. You, you fill out a survey first, and then we set up a call with that. Uh, my social media is on the bottom left of my uh, website. Most all my all my handles are Dr. Vic Manzo. There's I think LinkedIn is Dr. Manzo. Um, you can find my podcast on there, and then my books are. You can get my book on my website, uh, but you can also find them on Amazon. Uh, all of them are available, and uh, 44 online stores. So, okay, yeah, great. Thanks for sharing. So. It would be remiss of me if I did not make a shout out to all the people that observe Valentine's Day, man. This is one of those <laughs> historic days in the in the in the earthly calendar that we pay special attention to. I have one comment from uh, Margaret Woodruff. She says, "Congratulations to you, Andy. Thank you so much, Margaret. I appreciate that, and thanks for Vic for having us put on a wonderful show." But we are saying a shout out to the people on Valentine's Day. I always say. When you find true love, it's a it's a miracle. But when true love finds you, it's like a destiny being fulfilled. So, congratulations and a round of applause on those who find true love on Valentine's Day. Okay, great. Wonderful, wonderful. So, it has been a pleasure having Vic in the house. Dr. Vic Manzo Jr. is his full name. And we thank him for all the information that he has shared with us and also all the content that has been so valuable for many people to, to just hold on to in terms of how you can do business, how you can get out of the negative mindset, take away the limiting beliefs and become truly successful. So the last word is yours, Vic. If you had a megaphone and you had 8 point something billion people, you had one statement to make. That would make a difference in their lives something you just need to get out what would you say to them i think what i would leave is this and that is anytime you let fear consume you anytime you give into fear what you really are not doing is trusting yourself and if you want to take it even further you're not trusting god universe allah the how whatever higher power if you believe in um, but if you don't believe in a higher power it's yourself you don't trust yourself you don't realize the power of who you are and what you're capable of the one thing we cannot measure and technology will never be able to do this is the power of an individual, the power of a human. We cannot measure your, your potentiality. We can't measure your limits. Yeah. We cannot do that. And so to trust, don't, you know, I would say don't give into the fear. That's an easy statement. But when you do give it into fear, you don't trust that power, that uniqueness and that, that, that the, the, the infinite potentiality that can exist, that exists in all of us. Um, so tap in, tune in. And truly trust yourself along the journey and, and, and know that all things always work out for the better. Yeah, great. That's according to Romans 8 and 28. I appreciate it, Vic. So just 10 seconds for me to share. Okay, great. So this is Andy of Andy's Personal Development and Vic Manzo in the breakout room saying thank you so much for sharing this time with us, for all your comments and your support. 
And please continue to take the opportunity to get involved with the content and the value of the content that we share with you. Visit Vic on his website and get all the information you need. Contact him for the support that you need in terms of the mindset you got to have for the success of the business that you desire to accomplish. See yourself in that vision, he says, and go for it. Until then, this is Andy of Andy's Personal Development saying so long, shalom, Godspeed, namaste. Next time, we'll be with you again. Take care.